Welcome everybody, this is episode 196 of the Better Presentations, More Sales podcast. It's the last episode of 2021 and it is part two of a compilation of all the top tips that the guests on the show this year have shared with you, the listeners. And part one, we had 10 top tips from 10 guests. Part two, I've realised we we must have had a few more guests on in the second half of the year because, well, I've got 15 people to mention I'm just going to give them a shout out each and just share with you their top tip or two from those podcasts. Now, I will put all these in the show notes. They'll be quite extensive show notes so you can listen away and then you can go back and look at the show notes. And if you do like this episode, then do please share it and do leave a review. That would be amazing. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking, hey, I could be a guest on this program, Trevor, or this podcast, Trevor, in 2022, I've got some great tips to share that will help people deliver better presentations and create more sales. Then do get in touch, podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk, and let's see if we can get you on the show as a guest, not just a listener, in 2022. Right, let's get on and let's work our way through those amazing guests and their top tips, part two. So kicking off part two... This was the start of the second half of the year. We had Michael Reddington from Inquasive. And Michael is a specialist in listening skills. And Michael's top tips were stop listening to ourselves, start listening to our customers. And then the other top tip was that every interaction gets us closer to the outcome we are seeking. I love that one. I think that's really great. (laughs) Now, one of the things I would say is that as I work through these tips, pick the ones that you think will work best for you. And then Simon Trevathan, who, you know, Simon and I share a connection with Cornwall here in the UK. Simon's business is called Elevate Your Greatness. And his uh, podcast episode was called Three Minute Public Speaking Masterpiece. And what Simon said was that when you're doing a public speaking, doing a presentation, whatever, think in threes. And I think I put in the show notes, think in threes, not 33s. Because how often when someone's putting a presentation together, do they think, well, let's just throw everything in we need. So just have three key points you want to get across because it'll be much easier for your audience to remember those. Simon's other top tip was to make sure that you put some passion and belief into your presentation because it will feel authentic then. And your audience will react to that because if you just stand up and deliver it, hello, this is me delivering my presentation, you know, put some passion and belief into it. (laughs) I hope that comes across in this podcast. And he also gave an interesting top tip. He said right at the beginning, have 15 to 20 seconds of silence because that will enable your audience to know there's something happening. And it's amazing how when there's silence from you know, at the beginning, they also go silent as well. Try that one out. Right, next up, this is um, July, August time. We had Sean Rhodes. Now, Sean's business is called Bulletproof Selling. He was a war correspondent. And Sean now takes the lessons he spotted and observed on the battlefield into the boardroom. And um, Sean had, had a couple of great questions to, that all businesses should ask themselves at the end of a meeting that they've been to or a presentation that they've done. And, and these are in the show notes, but they are great questions. Question number one, what would I have done differently? So in other words, you've been and done your presentation or your pitch or your meeting. You come out of it and you think, right, if I could do it all again, now I know how it's going to go. What would I have done differently? And the second thing is, is what did I, what should I have known about the personal company I was pitching or presenting or meeting that I didn't obviously know? What would, what I, what should I have learned more about before I went into that meeting? So two top questions. 
Next up was Stormy Andrews. Now, Stormy's got a book called The World's Best Buyer Persona System. And he shared with us on the podcast his seven-step marketing wheel audit. Now, if you find the pot, I have not listed all those in the show notes but for this podcast, but if you look up that episode, I listed the, uh, the seven steps that you can find. You can also get them on the stormyandrews.com website. But Stormy had two great questions. I, I love questions. You know, I think it's great when you can go away and ask yourself or your business or both these questions. So here's two from Stormy for you to ask yourself. What is your definition of success? Now, that's an interesting one, isn't it? You know, we put a business plan together. We think, oh, we'll have X many customers, X many X much revenue, la di da di da di da But what really is our definition of success? Is it is it that? Is it the revenue or the profit or the customers? Or is it something a bit deeper or a bit different? And then the second question, he said, how many half-built bridges have you got? And I thought this was a great question. And what he means by that is think about all the things you've started, all the projects, all the great ideas that you've had and you've, you've kind of got rolling with, and then you haven't really completed them. And a classic example is, you know, is I work with people on LinkedIn and I say to them, you know, just do 10 minutes a day on LinkedIn. That's all you need to do. And they, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll start that, start that. So off they go. And then a week later, they've stopped doing it. That's probably an example of a half-built bridge. So they know that if they're on LinkedIn for 10 minutes a day, it will probably be worthwhile. But if you stop after a week, then you've kind of got a half-built bridge. So how many half-built bridges have you got in your business? Next up, we have Tyler Foley. You can find Tyler at seantylerfoley.com. Tyler's been an actor, a stuntman, all sorts of things. But he, <laughs> he now talks about how people can overcome the fear of presenting. And one of the interesting things he said about that was that he, he found that a lot of people have fear of presenting, not so much about delivering, you know, the stuff that they're going to deliver. But actually, the real thing, the real fear they have is the fact that they think that people are judging them. You know, that uh, the audience are looking at you and going, God, you're a terrible presenter. Well, I, I might do that as a presentation coach, but chances are your audience aren't doing that. They're just there because they want to learn from you. So, you know, Tyler's point was that, you know, think about the fact that you're there because your audience want you to be there. They've invited you to speak to them, haven't they? So they, they, they're keen. And he also had an interesting tip for the elevator pitch. You know, the thing when people said, oh, uh, Trevor, what do you do? You know, we've talked about this. There's been a few episodes about this on its own. But his interesting point was, you know, start with a pain point. You know, I help companies who've got a, you know, X, Y, and Z pain point. And if that person's got that pain point, you're away, aren't you? And interesting, you know, it's, it, that is, it's a bit like, you know, what Michael Reddington said. It's about, you know, focusing on your customers and not yourself. Right, next up we have Tom Smith. Now, Tom is a local lad down here in the southwest in the UK, specialising in commercial property. So we went a little bit off piece here by having Tom on the podcast. Um, but Tom talked about the commercial property market in the UK, and this was in September when, you know, people were wondering whether anybody's ever going to go back to an office ever again, not just in the UK, but across the world. Whether anybody's going to buy a shop ever again, you know, across the world as well as in the UK. And Tom shared in the podcast some tips and ideas to uh, that you, if you're thinking of acquiring an office or moving an office or whatever it is, that, you know, you should ask people. So check that one out um, and you'll, you'll find some really good questions from Tom in there. Then, he said, then also in September, Alex Goldfame was back on the podcast. Uh, Alex was uh, on the podcast in 2020, and he's got a new book out this year called Pick Up the Phone and Sell. <laughs> now, 
if you haven't come across Alex's book, you'd think, well, there's a there's an interesting book, and it's, it probably sounds like the sort of book you'd have picked, you know, you'd have had 25 years ago. Pick up the phone and sell, because you know, when I first started in business more than 25 years ago, the phone was the only tool that we had, really, apart from going out and seeing people. And interestingly, you know, Alex is saying, particularly during the current situation, is that you know, if you can pick up the phone, you will get a lot of response. But he doesn't mean cold calling. He means calling your existing customers, the ones that are already spending money with you, and call them when they're not expecting you to call. And get a copy of Alex's book. It's really good. It's full of loads of tips and ideas. So have a look at that. And he talks about just making these calls for five minutes a day. And that was the title of his previous book as well, you know, Five Minute Selling. So some great stuff. I really love Alex Alex on the show. You know, it's great having him here. He does share some really good stuff. And then... Scott Miller was next. Now, Scott is just full of ideas. <laughs> okay. This podcast episode with Scott could have gone on for hours and hours and hours. Um, but it was all fantastic stuff. And, and Scott kindly sent me some copies of his books, um, including Marketing Mess to Brand Success. And he was just, you know, the podcast, the whole episode is just full of tips and ideas. So I'm not going to be able to list them all in the show notes. Look it up. It was in, uh, it was towards the beginning of uh, October 2021. But what he did say, you know, a couple of great things that he finished the uh, the, the episode off with was um, that number one was that thinking is a legitimate business activity. Now, that's a thought, isn't it? <laughs> I didn't mean to, that well, it wasn't meant to be funny. Um, but how many times do we actually sit down and just think about our business? Or are we just busy all the time responding, being reactive, just doing stuff? instead of taking a step back and just thinking about where we're at. And I always think this time of year, you know, just before we head off into a new year, is a great time to think about your business. Think about your plans for 2022. What are you going to do differently? What are the things that you've been thinking about doing and you've not actually got around to doing? Do you need to continue to offer the services that you offer, all of them, or are there some new ones that you should be offering? So, you know, think legitimately about your business, okay? It's a useful and legitimate use of your time. And also what he came up, he also talked about people in business. Now, people, you know, we often say in business, what's your greatest asset? And people say, oh, the people, the people's the greatest asset. And Scott said, it's not the people, it's the relationships between those people. In other words, the way your team work together with each other. And that's a really interesting challenge in the in leadership terms, particularly right now when lots of people are working remotely when they've not been used to working remotely. So how do you ensure those relationships between the people are working fluently, efficiently and better than ever? even though they're not sat next to each other in the same office right now. Up next, all the way from Australia, was Anne-Marie Cross. Anne-Marie is a personal brand strategy specialist. And she asked a couple of really great questions. So we talked a lot about, you know, personal brand and how you, you know, you'd get that out there. And this, you know, right now it's a big thing, isn't it? You know, LinkedIn, it's a personal brand thing. You know, we go networking, it's a personal brand thing largely. Well, she's got two questions. Is your personal brand positioning you as the trusted authority in your sector? So if I look you up anywhere and I just Google your name and I find you, what's it going to tell me? What am I going to find? Is it going to convince me that you are that trusted authority? So do that for yourself and have a look and see what turns up when you Google yourself. And then think, ask yourself that question. And the supplementary question is, is it making you influential rather than invisible? Great question from Anne-Marie. So, you know, we're a lot of the time we are basically invisible, aren't we? No one knows we exist. We're not really there. This is why people like me do podcasts like this, 
try and be influential rather than invisible. So have a look at your personal brand. And again, if you're listening to this over the Christmas New Year period, what a great time to do that. Just sit back and, you know, you're not in the office, you're not working maybe. Just spend some time looking at your personal brand. Right, and then also from Australia, David Roddick. Now, David and I used to work together in the same organisation many years ago, and David's a very clever chap. (laughs) He used to speak in a language I didn't really understand. (laughs) Well, now he's got a a business called kinsler.com.org. Or for Australia. Um, and David's thing is about using your brain to get better results from virtual meetings, from uh, presentations, etc. And he talks about, in the podcast episode, he talks about behaviours and approaches. And he has a very interesting tip, which, you know, it does support some of the things you'll have heard me bang on about, is that if you're doing, if you go into a meeting, a virtual meeting or an in-person meeting, arrive early and use the small talk as an opportunity to hone in on some similarities Because how many times do you go into a virtual meeting and people arrive bang on the start time? You never get that chance for that interaction that you might do if you were in person and you arrive and you're having a cup of coffee. And it's really important when you do it virtually that you still maintain that small talk interaction because you'll find something out about somebody. It's amazing when I interact with people, we find out we've got something in common to do with sport usually, cricket or running or whatever it might be. But then you're, you're kind of on that same wavelength. And that's the whole point that David's making is that if we can use, you know, get similarities, then our brains function better and that we are much more likely to feel warmth towards the person on the call. And if you feel warmth towards the person on the call, well, there's a better chance of doing business with them, isn't there, as well? Now, interestingly, David's business, is, as I mentioned, is called Kinsler, and it's named after a guy called Jack Kinsler. Now, when the Americans did their moon landing in 1969, Jack Kinsler was the man tasked with designing the flag that they put up on the moon that would fly, you know, fly the flag. So it would it would fly. And remember, on the moon, there's no wind and there's no atmosphere. And it was an amazing piece of innovation that basically we all take for granted when we see the pictures. So look it up. Really interesting story. Next up, Maggie Pazek. Now, Maggie, as business is called CNM Coaching, and she was here on the podcast to help us improve our phone skills. And one of the things, one of the challenges she laid down to you is to think about how do you, how do your, how does your company receive calls? So either record them, or just listen in on them occasionally, or chat to the people who've made the calls to you. But those incoming calls are really important, aren't they? Blimey, you've worked really hard, you've invested a lot of money to get people to call your number. So don't waste those calls because if they call your number, then as we know in the B two B sector, chances are they've done plenty of research. They've kind of decided they're going to they want to work with you. So don't waste the opportunity. So have a listen to that one. Right, then three more people between now and the, uh, the end of the year. First up was Terry Begg. Terry Begg sorry, Terry Begg. And Terry, uh, he talks about attracting and keeping customers for life. Now, 40 years ago, Terry started a house painting business in the States. And uh, for 10 years, he just painted houses. And then he had a seminal moment when he realized that he should be thinking about his customers more than himself. And now he's got a really successful business and it's and his customers keep coming back and back and back. So, you know, he talked about his cons. He's written, he's got an online course as well, Terry. Has. He's really, <laughs> he's gone out into the world now and he's got an online course called Unnoticed to Unforgettable. And he's written a book about his experiences as well, which is called Attract and Keep Customers for Life. So check that out. And Terry's two top tips, simple ones, but very, very powerful. Believe in yourself and build trust with your customers. Well, what more can you say about that? Fantastic. So thanks, Terry, if you're listening to this. Great, great stuff. And then Mark Cox. 
inthefunnel.com. And Mark shared with us four ways to get better at selling. Now, I'm not going to go through all four of them because they were great, but they are in that particular episode. Uh, but Mark's, um, Mark's actual top tips towards the end of the podcast were, were keep adapting and learning. He gave three top tips, actually. Keep adapting and keep learning. And, and his point was, you know, don't rely on someone else to make your career happen. You know, learn yourself. Put yourself on training courses. It's so easy to do. There are tons of them out there, aren't there? You know, learn from podcasts like this. <laughs> and then, you know, think about also holding yourself accountable. So when you've, you know, if you have, have you got a plan for you for 2022? I mean, you, the company you work for might have a business plan. It might, you might have a business plan for your own company. But if you're working in the sales team, have you got a plan for yourself? And if you haven't, get one. Write your own business plan and then share it with your bosses. Who's not going to be impressed by that? If you're a sales manager or a leader listening to this podcast, how many of your team have ever come to you with their own plan? Say, hey, Trevor, I've got my own plan for 2022. I just thought I'd share it with you. How I'm going to hit my targets. Oh, you know, so it's, it's impressive, isn't it? So do that. And then he did say, you know, between Christmas and New Year, if you have got a bit of time off, then do recharge your batteries. Refresh, re-energize and get ready for a storm in 2022. So top advice there. So if you are listening to this, this is going out between Christmas and New Year. So if you are tuning in straight away, if you've got a couple of days off, then make the most of them. Okay. So recharge, relax, re-energize, switch things off, and then get back into the new year. Bang, crash, wallop, let's go for it. And finally, Anthony Coppage. Now, Anthony um, is, is leading the agile sales transformation for IBM digital sales worldwide. So, you know, Anthony shared some great insights into what he's doing. It was a really interesting podcast. Loads and loads of information in there. But the two things that he talked about were about leadership, because that's what he's in. You know, he's part, he's part very much part of the leadership team at IBM. And he, in his view, that leadership was about two things. It was about removing barriers to help the sales team be successful. And it was that general thing about whatever, you know, you do to help your sales team be successful. And it's very interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, I, I was a sales leader for 26 of my 29 corporate years. And I see lots of sales leaders in action, lots of sales managers in action. And very often the things that they struggle with most is that people interaction. They, uh, they always think about, oh, well, have you hit your target? Have you hit your target? What are you going to do next? Instead of thinking, how can I make sure that, you know, whatever I do helps those people hit their targets? It makes it easier for them rather than harder. So, you know, if you're a sales leader, just maybe worth listening to. Well, definitely, not just maybe, definitely worth listening to Anthony. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. There were the 15 guests who appeared in the second half of the uh, 2021 Better Presentations, More Sales podcast. So anyway, thank you very much for being a listener in 2021. I hope you'll continue to listen in 2022. And I would ask you, you know, just a few favours, really, because, you know, there's quite a bit of time and effort goes into putting this podcast together, as you can imagine. So all I ask of you to do in return for, you know, me trying to create great content for you on a weekly basis, it'll come out every Monday. You know, we'll be back in the first Monday in January. It's simply this. And that is, you know, to share the podcast with anybody else you think might benefit from it. You know, that's great because that's the one of the ways, great ways of growing listeners. The second thing is, is to mention it, um, you know, and refer, mention me, Trevor Lee, in your LinkedIn post or something like that. And if you've picked up a snippet from this podcast, then, you know, do please put that on there because that would be great because that's all good publicity and that would be fantastic. And the third thing is simply to leave a, leave a review. 
So if you're listening to this on your phone, which most people do, then you know if you find the show on your phone in your podcast library and just scroll down past the latest episodes, you'll come to a bit where it says leave a review. And you can give it a one to five star rating. And you can also put a few uh, notes in there as well. That would be amazing. So there we go. Another year over, ladies and gentlemen. I hope it's been a good year for you. Clearly, it's been a difficult year, a disruptive year, a challenging year. And I suspect that 2022 is going to be very, very similar. But my top tip to leave you for 2022 is to keep on learning, to keep on challenging yourself, to be enthusiastic and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, want to work with people. And I've, one, of the, one of the phrases I'm using with my clients at the moment is that I think that 2022 will be a year of challenge. It will be a year of opportunity. But the other message I'm sharing is that think about the things that you already think you're better at than other people in your sector and then just get better at them again. So get better at the things you're already better at. That creates a bigger gap between you then and your competition. Sounds like the uh, <laughs> sounds like the title of a book, doesn't it? I don't no, right. That's my book, okay. So no copying that. <laughs> but uh, I need to just mention my book as well because I did write my first ever business book this year. It's called Twelve Business Lessons from Running an Ultra Marathon. And in May of this year, May twenty twenty one, I ran the forty four and a bit mile classic quarter on the coastal path here in the southwest in Cornwall. Raised over seven thousand pounds for the Children's Hospice Southwest and their music therapy program. And, um, well, the book came from that. So I've taken all the things I learned about ultra running and I've put them into 12 business lessons in that context. You can find it on Amazon. If you want to buy a copy, that's fantastic. That'd be brilliant. Um, But more importantly, if you do buy a copy, please do leave a review. That would be absolutely amazing. And it helps me sneak a place or two up the charts as well. So there you go. If you want to to, uh, reward me for the content that I've provided you with in 2021, Go and buy the book, 12 Business Lessons from Running an Ultramarathon. Leave me a review and therefore you can, uh, you know, it'll encourage me to keep producing this podcast as we go into 2022. Right, enough from me. Have a peaceful, healthy, happy period now between now and the end of the year. If you're listening to this in 2022, I hope that's what happened. And I will see you in 2022 with lots of new guests, lots of new content, some great ideas. Thanks for listening.